You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Have microphone, must travel. Today's show comes to you from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and more specifically, from the annual conference for Pet Sitters International. And I'm here with Ziki, my cool traveling cat. She's best known as America's Ambassa Cat. Now, we are here to peek into the weird, sometimes wacky, but always fulfilling world of professional pet sitting. And we will share with you some special tips from a top veterinarian and a top dog in the world of professional dog training as well. And as Ziki purrs, we promise you a marvelous time during this episode. So sit and stay. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Today's show comes from the annual conference hosted by Pet Sitters International. This is the group that created the entire pet sitting industry. Now, I traveled from San Diego County all across the country with my cool cat, Ziki. Ziki is a Turkish van mix. She's a little white cat with soft gray markings. And as you know, if you're a loyal listener, she survived a brutal knifing as a sweet stray. And now she is a certified therapy cat and the only feline teacher in pet first aid. She and my dog, Chipper, team up with me. I'm a master instructor in pet first aid with Pet Tech, and we give students hands-on training in pet first aid, CPR, and rescue breathing. Now, Ziki loves this role, especially since she gets low-sodium deli turkey. That's her favorite food. Now, Ziki and I teamed up at the Pet Sitters Conference to give the keynote address. It was aptly entitled, are you ready for it? perfecting the art of reinvention. And we also partnered to give a workshop on cat health. We had people from the audience, the professional pet sitters, step up and practice skills on how to wrap Ziki in a bath towel, put on a safety restraint, and much more. And you know what, folks? The whole time she was there, she purred. 
Okay, so that's why we are here. Now, I'm going to unleash our first interview with the Pet Sitter of the Year, as well as a renowned veterinarian. Both of them are here. Here we go. Hey, everybody. We're here in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for the Pet Sitter International Quest Conference. And Zeke and I have had a great time. Well, she's a cat, so I guess it's really a marvelous time. And I am with two awesome people here. The first up is uh, Vanessa Sorice. She is with Zoo Sitters out of Cape May Courthouse, New Jersey. Can you imagine having to put that on your mailings? Cape May Courthouse, ladies and gentlemen, is the name of her town, right? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Arden. It's good to be here. All right, so when were you... Pet Sitter of the Year. Well, I've just been crowned, but I am considered the 2012 Pet Sitter of the Year. Okay, now you have been aptly named your company Zoo Sitters. Why? Well, I used to be a former zookeeper, so taking care of people's zoo animals seemed uh, extremely appropriate. So you went from baboons to beagles? Exactly. All right, so (laughs) what brought you into the pet sitting world? Well, the zookeeping background, I then went into business for quite a while, and I figured combining my two passions and being able to provide people with an opportunity to go away and not have to worry about their pets was just really fulfilling for me. So that's where. So as pet sitter of the year, do you get a tiara? I get a large crown, actually, yes. Oh, really? Are you going to wear them on your pet sitting visits? Absolutely. It has bones on it, though, so that might pose some issues, but we'll see. So, wacky situation as a pet sitter you want to share? Absolutely. We did have one situation where we went to the client meeting. It was a husband and wife, and they decided that they definitely wanted the TV on, which we thought was a great idea. And then there ensued an argument between which channels the dog could watch. And we did have to contract that he could only watch channels 3, 6, and 10 because the husband said that there's nothing but junk on the rest of the channels. So he definitely did not want him watching anything other than 3, 6, or 10. And uh, what kind of dog is this? uh, It's a lab. A lab. You know, great. Mm -hmm. So um, what were the naughty stations like they couldn't look is he, he couldn't see American Idol we, no we never put those on so but we do get Judge Judy a lot so when she's usually playing when we go over to visit him so all right how do people learn more about you Vanessa they can go website? to our website it's just www.zoositters.com all my bio is there the information about our company as well well I got to tell you thank you for getting some of my pet books I couldn't believe you came at the last end and, and bought a bunch it's always important to educate people I learn something new every day. It sounds like you do, too. Absolutely. We give the uh, pet behavior and the cat behavior book, uh, answer book, both to all of our sitters when they come on board, and we tell them, read them cover to cover, and they're just wonderful books. We just love them. Well, I love you, and I like what you're doing for pets, and I thank you again. Give you your website. Thank you very much. It's www.zoositters.com. And sitting next to her is a veterinarian. There's a veterinarian in the house. That's better than having a doctor in the house. I'm talking to Dr. Cindy Courtney. She is with Animal Medical Centers of Loudoun in Ashburn, Virginia. Okay, so how did you get to the Pet Sitters Conference? Did you get lost? You know, uh, I got invited. I was kind of stalking Pet Sitters International and trying to give them some resources. In interviewing pet sitters for my own dog, I interviewed some folks who maybe didn't know how to necessarily keep themselves so safe on the job and realized a lot of our local pet sitting groups didn't have great training resources for them. So I worked with some of those folks to put together a training document, sent that to Pet Sitters International to see if any of their members would benefit, and they invited me on down. And now I'm here getting to talk with lots of friendly and wacky folks with great animal stories too. Yeah, and now I love the name of your talk that you presented I sat in on it please share the title worms bites and scratches oh my occupational safety for pet sitters and what time of day did you give this talk 
right at lunchtime. Everyone had their salad and pizza right in front of them. And so you broke it down into diseases and behavior issues, right? And we don't want to scare people, but you really have to be careful when you're treating, uh, when you're, and I love the little jingle you taught us all to do when we're handling our pets before and after. What is that tip? Oh, well, we definitely want to be washing our hands before and after working with our pets. And if you're washing your hands the right amount of time, you want to sing the happy birthday song to yourself twice to make sure you're washing your hands long enough. Plus, then you feel like every day is your birthday. So um, we're going to just sing part of it. Ladies, we have Vanessa and Cindy and Arden. Ready? Let's go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right. So there you go, guys. Our hands are getting clean. But, Dr. Courtney, there are some things with pet sitters, and they face situations where they're walking a dog, and all of a sudden this other dog is coming at them. Yeah, so you have to be really careful whether you're a pet sitter or a pet owner in that kind of situation because your first instinct is not going to be right. You're going to try and grab uh, the animal, get your hands in there, and you're going to get hurt really badly. Actually, after my talk, a lot of folks came up to me and told me about injuries they had had, uh, times they had landed in the hospital because they did just that. So the first thing you want to do is you want to stand there. Don't just do something. Um, You want to assess the situation, look around you. You sometimes have to be kind of creative with what tools you use to give yourself some distance from that fight, but help get those animals away. Um, Either, hopefully, they have leashes and you can pull them apart, but see in hoses, if you have a water bottle, if you can make loud noises. And what Um, about the umbrella idea? I love that one. Yeah, we had a great pet sitter um, who actually mentioned a tip that she uses on a regular basis. She brings an umbrella with her, so if there's a threatening dog, she can open that umbrella, hopefully get some distance. Also has something long, so hopefully she can get animals. Wasn't that pet sitter's name Mary Poppins? Uh, Yes. And it, her comment was super califragilistic, expialidocious. <laughs> All right, so how do people learn more about you? I really am grateful that you're here. You know, this is a veterinarian. That's the most challenging doctor on the planet because their patients really can't tell them easily where they hurt. So how do we find out more about you, doctor? So you can find more about me at my blog, VetChangesWorld.com. You can also find me on Twitter at VetChangesWorld. And that's a great blog, VetChangesWorld.com. VetChangesWorld.com. Guys, got to check it out. This lady's the real deal, as is Vanessa. I thank you both for being a guest on the show. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. All right. Next up, we have Jessica Watson. She runs Georgia Paws in Martinez, Georgia. Now, a lot of these folks that are professional pet sitters have come from different fields. We've had people that went from mortgages to caring for mutts. We've got people that were zookeepers. We've got people that were in the corporate world, the W-2 world. But I'm delighted that Jessica was born, born, I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, to be a professional pet sitter. Why have you chosen this field? I knew I was born to be a pet sitter. From the moment I was in diapers, I've loved animals, dogs, pets. Pet sitting was your first word? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Mama, daddy, pet sitting. Cool, cool. Yeah, I got out of high school, and I knew immediately I was going to start my own business and become a professional pet sitter to help my clients, which are the pets, and their owners. You know what? You were talking to me earlier. Sometimes people give uh, cats a rap being finicky. But you kind of had a cat request, I guess, when it comes to cuisine that you didn't expect. So tell me about that story. Oh, yeah. I have one kitty who has omelets for breakfast. And they put in, you know, a little bit of tuna fish and finish it up with a sprinkle of catnip. And she adores it. I mean, that's like, meow, meow, feed me breakfast. It's probably organic um, catnip, too. (laughs) Nothing's too good, right? Actually, it is. It is. And they have it in a little uh, salt shaker. And you sprinkle it on the top. So you're sitting in the kitchen. What does this cat look like? Do you remember the kitty's name? Yeah, uh, her name is Kansas. 
Hey, Kansas, <laughs> you're living in Georgia. Now she's really got a misdirection going. Okay. I know. So she is a fluffy little kitty, mm-hmm. and she's a mix, so they have no idea what she is. She was rescued, and she was about two years old. And she sits right up on the counter and watches me make breakfast. I feel like I'm like Food Network or something for cats. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Have you tried it? I have not. It's a little weird for me with uh, the tuna fish yeah, and the, the eggs catnip. Yeah. and yeah. the catnip. Okay. Well, anyway, we're talking to Jessica Watson. How can people learn more about your services in the Georgia area? You can check me out at www.georgiapals.com. I'm also at, on the pet locator on PSI. Okay. Uh, that's petsit.com. Okay. And even if you look up Georgia, uh, Augusta, Georgia pet sitters, I'm on Google. All right. Well, Jessica Watson, thanks for All what right. you're doing. Thank you. I am delighted that the person I'm standing across is Darlene Ellers. She is with Pampered Pets Home Care in Blue Jay, Ohio. Anyway, she and I are buds. We have a lot in common. She and I are both uh, professional certified pet first aid instructors. But this gal has been a Pet Sitter International Pet Sitter of the Year. Pet Sitter of the Year. Mm -hmm. Okay. 2006. Now, how long have you been at pet sitting? 16 years. Okay, why in the heck are you in the pet sitting business? What did you do before? Were you a brain surgeon? What were you doing? No, I was actually an account manager for Reynolds and Reynolds um, in Dayton, Ohio. I was in charge of their business accounts for Wells Fargo and for Chase Auto Finance. So you were chasing the money and cars. Yeah, I was chasing the money. Now you're chasing the dogs. Chasing the dogs and the cats. So tell me, what made you say, I've got to get out of the W-2 world and head into uh, pet sitting? Actually, I was taking care of my mom and had to go on family leave. And when she passed away, I had to kind of revisit my life and what I was doing and decide whether I wanted to go back into the rat race of, <laughs> of business forms or continue. I'd been pet sitting for a little bit part-time decided this was my opportunity to go full-time with it. Okay, so what are the pets like in uh, Blue Jay, Ohio? Probably pretty much the same as they are anyplace else. Uh, they have their good good days, their bad days. Some are more friendly than others. <laughs> so you get dogs, cats, what's your um, unusual animals you pet sit? I pet sit for horses. Okay. Um, uh, recently I had the opportunity to pet sit for some hens and a rooster. Hens and a rooster? Hens and a rooster. First rooster. had to go. They were kept in a stall. They were not let out. Okay. Had to go in the stall to collect the eggs. Cluck, cluck, cluck. And the owner told me, you know, don't worry about it. Just take this little rake in with you and kind of tap it on the floor, and the rooster will go away. No. <laughs> so what was no. the rooster's name? Do you remember? No, I don't think he had a name. Okay. But when I walked into the stall the first time, you know, I brought the little rake with me. They also had a ladder in the center of the stall. He climbed up to the top of the ladder and came at me feet first with his talons. And oh, my gosh. I was like, okay, uh, we're not going to do this again. So I brought my husband back with me. And while I tapped on the floor to keep the rooster away, he went into the stall on the other side and collected the eggs. It sounds like to me, and you, because you've been pet sitter of the year, you have to think on your feet, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you never know what kind of curveballs coming your way. You never know. So tell me about another adventure. I understand uh, sometimes you get caught in predicaments. So what was the situation? I went to do a client, and I went down the, the basement to check things out because I usually go check the house out. Went down to the basement the door shut and unfortunately they have a type of door where it locks from the house side and not from the basement side so and I usually you know before I get down I usually turn the handle and make sure this time I did not pull the door shut and then it was like 
Oh no, it's locked. So here I am in a finished basement, no glasses, no cell phone, no telephone down there. <laughs> Cannot figure how to get out and I don't have my cell phone so I can't call anybody. Uh, and it's at night or? No, this was in the daytime. Okay, good. This was in the daytime. So, you know, they have a finished basement so I'm looking around for ways to get out and all they had were these little tiny windows, you know, that were up in the top of the ceiling. Couldn't figure out how to get up there. I ended up taking their bar stools and putting them at the bottom of the window and then getting some coolers and putting them on top of it and then crawling on top of the coolers, opening up the window and sliding through this little, you know, Good thing you're little. 20 inch window to kind of hoist myself up because I don't have any upper body strength. So I'm like half in the window and half out trying to pull myself up. And I finally get out of the window. And luckily, I hadn't locked the back door, which I usually do when I go into a house. So I was able to get back in. And the dog was looking at me like, well, You went down one door. Why are you coming up the other? <laughs> so, and then I had a couple years later, I had the um, joy of going to my customer's house for dinner to meet some other people that were potential customers, at which time she proceeded to take people around to the house and show them the window that I had crawled out oh, of she's very proud and of you. went through the whole story about you know what I had done and so forth and so on. So yeah, that was my, um, my fun experience. Oh. So as a pet sitter and pet first aid, is there one piece of advice you'd like to give safety-wise to all the folks that are, have, are lucky enough to have a dog, cat, or a hen, or a rooster in their life? Just make sure that you know they go to the vet on regular for regular visits. Um, their immunizations are up to date or titers are done. Pretty much just, you know, flea prevention, you know, whatever the, the things are. Identification on your pet, absolutely, whether it's a microchip or tags. Um, and just give them the best health chance that you can. So we're speaking with Darlene Ellers, and how can we find out more about your pet sitting business? You can find me on my website at www.pamperedpetshomecare.com or tristatepetfirstaid.com. All right. Well, I give you a big pause up, darling. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, guys, we're here at the Pet Sitter International Conference in Winston-Salem. It's the quest, and my quest is before me is that, you know what makes an organization better is to be able to embrace technology in a great way. And here to share some new developments from PSI is Linda Keeter, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Arden. I'm glad to be here with you. So I was talking to you yesterday, and you said something about a background check, and I'm like, you're going to do a background check on my cat, Ziki? What's going on? And that wasn't the case. <laughs> no, that's not the case. But PSI is very, very excited to announce that we are are the first pet sitter specific association to be a third party verifier of background criminal history uh, for all for, the pet sitters, for its right? members yes um, and it is a voluntary program they're able to, uh, to run a background check through PSI and we are partnered with Sterling Infosystems and they are a global leader in background screening so why is a pet parent what I want to know that uh, well because most pet parents who hand over the keys to their homes and give access to you know their domain want that peace of mind and we believe that peace of mind uh, is a fabulous credential. You know, when you think about it, a pet sitter versus your doctor versus your attorney versus other professionals, the pet sitter knows your house code. The pet sitter has a house key. The pet sitter knows if you make your bed or not. There's a lot of things that they entrust in you to be a little bit of uh, privacy about, right? That's exactly right. So this sounds like this is a great thing. So how do, how do people learn more about that? 
Well, they can just go to PetSit.com and click on the PSI Pet Sitter Locator, which is our registry. Okay. And the registry, um, you just go there and put in your zip code, and all the pet sitters who match your zip code will come up. And those who have done the background check will have an icon that will appear. Oh, that's and, great. And uh, it is a new program, and so we have some people who are you know, still working through the process, but uh, we have a very uh, trustworthy and stringent process that we go through, and we're just very proud of, of what that icon stands for on our locator. So again, tell me the company that's doing this for Pet Sitters International? They're called Sterling Infosystems, and they are, they are a worldwide provider. So you are giving peace of mind for our most priceless assets, not only our homes, but our pets. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, once someone has your key, they have access to your family, to your your children, your yard, everything. And so, you know, we care about the people who search our registry. You know what? What do you think about these pet sitters? They're a, a special group. I'm a big fan of professional pet sitters. Oh, they are so awesome. And, you know, when we announce this program, they are like, yes. You know, we want to raise the bar, and uh, they are all behind it, and we're just, we're very proud of this group that we have. Well, we're speaking with Linda Keeter. She is one of the folks on board at PetSitter International's office, and you guys are in King, North Carolina, right? That's right. All right, so PetSit.com. PetSit.com, and click on uh, the PSI locator at the top of the screen. All right. Okay. Thank you very much, Linda. Thank you, Arden. Hey, everybody. We have lots more to share, but we got to pay for this show. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Tim Conway, and this is my favorite program that you're listening to and I'm listening to right now. Arden is one of my favorites, and uh, I, I never miss the show. I haven't seen it yet, but I never miss it. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. As many of you can attest, it can be quite tricky to travel with a cat. I thought I had escaped any issues as Ziki. She sailed through airport security. She was a feline mime on the airplane. And she even settled in easily into our hotel room. She promptly headed to the portable litter box I had brought her. But the unexpected happened. Right after Ziki, me wowed the attendees in the full ballroom at the convention center during our keynote address, perfecting the art of reinvention, I put Ziki in her carrier and I headed to the room where we were having the vendors and I was setting up a table. It was a really large room. And I asked, are all the doors shut? 
because I'd like to give Zeke the chance to explore safely. Oh, yes, I was reassured. So I let Zeke out of the carrier, and she did her little perimeter prowl as I was setting up my table with my books, and I got engaged in a conversation, and 10 minutes later, I looked up, and I realized I didn't see Zeke anywhere. And then I saw way in the back corner an open door. My heart, my heart just sank to my shoes. I rushed around. Zeke! Zeke! Now, she has my cell phone embroidered on her collar, and she's got a pet ID tag. She's got a microchip, but still, no Zeke. The open door in that back led into the back end of the hotel. It was like stacks of chairs, supplies, and oh my gosh, there was a stairway leading up to the roof. Ten minutes passed, the longest ten minutes of my life, and no peep from Zeke. <sighs> then a very pet-savvy 13-year-old named Kimberly, who wants to be a veterinarian someday, she cleverly turned on the flashlight app on her cell phone and kept looking and looking, and she found Zeke way, way in the back of a corner of a room. Now, between Zeke and us, there were stacks and stacks of chairs. We had to get the hotel staff to come and use a special forklift. It was this device that could lift up these rows and rows of chairs until Kimberly was able to scoot in and retrieve Zeke. <laughs> in typical feline fashion, Zeke was like perfectly calm, like, What's all the fuss? Lesson learned. I will never, never, never let Zeke out of my sight during our travels. In fact, word spread so quickly among those attending the Pet Sitter International Conference that Zeke earned a new nickname. Sneaky Zeke. Now, she was perfectly sweet and well-mannered the rest of the trip, and she posed for dozens of photos with the pet sitters. She really, really charmed them. She helped them very much, and I think she likes uh, the limelight, and and many of them brought her turkey. So we're going to get back to our interviews. Next up, here you go. We have a star in our midst on the show today. She is Colleen McDonough, and she is one of the top professional pet sitters on the planet. She runs Barks and Blooms, and where is that? It's in Baltimore, Maryland. I love the blue crabs in Baltimore. (laughs) Uh, And I said blue crabs. I didn't say I got crabs in Baltimore. All right, but regardless. You could, though, if you tried. That's right, that's right. But the deal is this. You are one of a great shining example of someone who did something completely different, left the corporate world, and now are following your passion. So tell us what you did prior to becoming a professional pet sitter. Well, I was in outside sales. I was also a manager and also a trainer. So I was able to take those skills and and put them into the dog walking world. So in 2008, I left um, a very big professional company in the United States and open Barks and Blooms, just me. And from there, we now have 42 pet sitters and we've just opened our doggy daycare this past Wednesday. Oh my gosh. So, you know, here you are a CEO of this great big company, but yet even you sometimes find a challenge or two in uh, in your situation as a pet sitter. So something about doggy doors? Oh, well, you know, one of the many stories that you can tell about humans and their their pets is a lot of humans don't necessarily think properly. So we've had um, humans who've double locked us out of the house and gone away on vacation, didn't realize that they did not do the top lock. So we find ourselves in a snowy morning running around, climbing fences and going in through the back doggy doors. You really have to like slip through, like uh, be very elusive. So you're taller than me. You're slender. So that's probably an asset. You're hoping that you can fit through a doggy door. Any, I don't want to get the burglars get any <laughs> advice, but you will do anything for the pet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so what is it you like best about your job? Mentoring women to get a leg up or, or get out there in the world. But not to hike their leg. No, not to hike their leg okay. or, or, or pee okay. on anybody with their leg. 
just working with animals. Who doesn't love working with animals? It's a rewarding experience every single day. Whenever you have a down day, they bring you back up. We're taking care of people's best friends, and we're really doing a great service, and we really can change dogs' lives and people's lives. So it's just a great career to get in. I recommend it to anybody. Now, you've been here in Winston-Salem for the conference. Anything that you really enjoyed uh, listening to or something that, oh, the light bulb went off? I didn't know that. Well, we know that Miss Arden puts the light bulb out, and everybody (laughs) motivates us. She is truly our favorite presenter at the programs. We learned a lot about the new technology that's out there for pets. It's amazing how much the industry has grown and how many wonderful tools there are for people and their pets. So if the people are in your area in Baltimore, how can they find out more about you, Colleen, and Barks and Blooms? Oh, we would love to hear from you. We are Barks and Blooms. We have a doggy daycare that is located in Hamden. If you're in the Baltimore area, you can't miss it. It's a big flaming purple building off of 83. Our website is www.barksandblooms.com, and our phone number is 410-243-BARK. Woof, woof. I give a big pause up to Colleen McDonough, and thank you for all you're doing for pets in the Baltimore area. Thank you, Arden Moore, for doing everything for us. We have Linda Edwards. She runs Nana's Pet Sitting in Charlotte, North Carolina, and i got to confess, folks, we have something in common. We both took the master training with Pet Tech to be pet first aid CPR instructors. This gal knows how to be the most possum pet sitter and also knows how to help us play it safe. So welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you, Arden. I'm glad to be here. And I know we can't see her right now, but describe who's next to you. You've got a teaching assistant. Sophie, my border collie, my best friend. I love her. She's nine years old, and she's a border collie. And how does she um, teach, um, uh, help you teach your classes? I've never taught a CPR class without her. Every single class she's in there just being friendly with everyone. We check her heartbeat everybody feels her heartbeat I brush her teeth in the class and everyone gets to see how to do that so if Um, I came to your class and I volunteered to help you would you brush my teeth if you wanted me to I suppose we could (laughs) okay just checking (laughs) but you know what you run a very big business in pet sitting and you have some messages that you give your folks that uh, work with Nana's pet I so do. tell us, give me a couple of things that you like to tell all the pet sitters. Okay. There are a number of things that I, in fact, if one of them were here, they'd say there's more than a number of things <laughs> that she tells us. But one of the biggest things that I tell all the sitters that work with me is do not take your eyes off the pet. We do not just put the pet out in the yard and we go out there with them. We stand by when they're eating. We make sure that they're safe and they're not choking on their food or other toys. When we're out walking, we don't take our eyes off them. They can pick up chicken bones. People throw chicken bones. I know. People throw chicken bones. And I try to eat them. They're very delicious. And mushrooms. Did you know that mushrooms will kill a dog? No, I did not know that. No comeback from it either. No comeback from it. So you do not take your eyes off pets. So how do you have them walk the dog then to make sure it's safe? They walk in a short lead and keep them close at hand. They can run out a little bit if you can see everything, but if it's tall grass, we don't walk there. Okay, and also, like, I don't know about you, but ground cover when the bees are out doing their job. That's right. That's right. Okay, so this is good. So, folks, she runs Nana's Pet Sitting in Charlotte, North Carolina. How do we find out more about you, Linda Edwards? You remember the name, Nana's. Nana's Pet Sitting, N-A-N-A-S, PetSitting.com. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you too, Sophie. Woof, woof, woof. 
Hey, being at the Pet Sitter International Conference would not be complete without getting some good insights from Teodi Anderson. She is with Positive Results out of Lexington, South Carolina. But you guys know her because she was the former president of the Association of Professional Dog Trainers. So she's like a top dog. And we're next to Zeke. So if you hear any backgrounds, it is not Teodi trying to be a Turkish fan mix. It's Zeke chiming in. Your talk today for the Pet Sitters was possum. And tell us what was the focus of it. Thank you. It was called More Than Cute, Understanding Puppy Behavior and Training. And you had some really good tips for people because there's different points in a puppy's life where they're socializing. And you said when, you know, give me a couple of good tips for all the people that have a puppy in their life. Well, puppies are a lot of fun because they're so cute, but sometimes people forget how much work they are. One of the things I like to recommend is that they don't leave their litters before eight weeks of age. That's because they need to really develop some social lessons. They don't need mom for milk anymore. The milk bar is now closed, but they still are learning social lessons from their brothers and sisters, like bite inhibition, don't bite down hard on people. And that's really harder to teach them when they get older. Now, speaking of bite inhibition, you tell people not to scream out, like Zeke's doing right now, but what's the better way of responding to being bitten by a puppy? Yes, puppies love to chew on us because they're trying to play. They're not trying to hurt us or be dominant or anything. So it's important to just go, ow, like it hurts, and then immediately redirect their attention to something appropriate like a wonderful chew toy, and then don't forget to praise them for chewing on the toy instead of your body. Now, you have a great dog in your life, and you had a picture of this dog next to Zeke. It was a one-dimensional dog named Finn. I've never heard of a breed like that. Yes, it's Flat Finian. He is my flat papillon. He doesn't travel as well as Zeke, so he had to accompany me, and, and she was very kind to pose with him as well. Okay, so how do people get to know more about how they can find out about all the great dog tips that you provide? You can come to GetPositiveResults.com. That's GetPositiveResults.com. And positive or positive? Positive, although you can find me either way. <laughs> and you write for a lot of publications. I mean, what's your message for people that, we, you know, we have one of our most priceless assets, our dogs. What do they do for us? They give us so much. They are a lot of work and they're a lot of effort, but they give us so much more in return. So they're worth all that effort. All right. Well, we're talking to Teodi Anderson. She is Positive Results, and we're here in Winston-Salem at the Pet Sitter International Conference. Pause up, girl. Thank you. You too. Well, that's our show for today. I love to be able to travel coast to coast with microphone in hand and spotlight people making this a better planet for our pets. At this time, I give a big salute to all professional pet sitters for the wonderful work they do. I also thank my cool producer, Mark Winner. He makes this show happen each and every week. And guess what, folks? We're on iHeartRadio now. Now, remember to dash over to PetSit.com to learn more about professional pet sitters. And what's that, Zeke? Oh, oh, I almost forgot. Zeke may lack thumbs to type, but she somehow managed to have her own Facebook page. So she is asking all of you listeners to please be her feline Facebook friend. It's how you do it. It's real easy. Just go to her Facebook page. It's called Zeke the Cool Cat. That's Z-E-K-I the Cool Cat. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, and her cool cat, Zeke, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.